Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. So I want to welcome you to a very, very, very special episode, episode 202. (laughs) And you might ask, what is so interesting about episode 202? Well, we're celebrating the milestone of having completed 200 episodes of the Drop-In CEO podcast, but a little late. (laughs) And the funny story was that when I recorded episode 200, I was so much in the moment that I finished the episode and I forgot to say anything about it being episode 200. You know, sometimes that happens when you are in flow. And, you know, I have to be kind to myself for that minor slip. But here we are today. You are listening to me. We are still going to celebrate. So just a little bit about the Drop-In CEO podcast. And I first want to say thank you for listening and sharing it because we are doing well. And mind you, I just want to qualify this. These are lagging indicators of success. A lot of people will celebrate these numbers because and making their show very successful, but that's not exactly how I celebrate the success. But let me share with you what we have. Again, 200 episodes a work of passion that I love interviewing people and bringing those insights and inspirations to you. But more interesting, 60 countries have downloaded these episodes. We have had over 10,000 downloads, not thousands, but quality downloads, 10,000. And here's why I say that this is valuable because a lot of my listeners, I actually know them. They are quality listeners because they let me know what they think, what episodes they like. And that just fuels me to keep bringing on amazing guests as well as sharing my insights with you and those from the guests. So please share. This thing is growing organically and I sincerely appreciate this. And I have spent time with gurus. There are ways that you can use the system, elevate SEO, and get more downloads and visibility. And yes, that is a bit of work. But when I weigh the investment of time and energy, maybe outsourcing that to somebody, in the end, I don't think it really much mattered because I truly want the people that listen to this find me because somebody said, you've got to listen to the drop-in CEO. There are amazing people and you always come away with great insights. So with that, (laughs) I will say that I am encouraged by all the people that come and tell me about the show. I am encouraged by people saying, hey, you got to meet this person. They would be great for your show. And all the cold pitches, there's a lot of them. And I do thank you for those cold pitches. But I want to bring just amazing people that serve you so that you can grow your business and grow your career. But a little bit of self-reflection here. I often pause and reflect about what to continue. So when I think about going into my next 100 episodes, we will continue to find interesting guests, people that I love to network with. And when we have these interviews, it is usually not a one and done. 
a lot of them become trusted partners and people that I collaborate with. So if you happen to know somebody that is like that, sincerely interested in putting out amazing content, but also looking to create a meaningful relationship, I am all in. And another thing, when I talk about feedback, I just talked about what we're going to continue to do. There are some things that I will start doing that enhances an already great format. You will hear me be a little bit more animated, a little bit more authentic. I'm going to ask some more interesting questions of my guests, not just the standard ones about the career journey and the work they're doing. I want to keep it interesting for you. I want to keep your attention. I want you to keep coming back and gain valuable knowledge and insights. So more to come. (laughs) Deb will be a little bit more fun-loving as well as just being myself. And that's all we can expect from each other. And the last thing is what we're going to change. And again, changing is a little bit about, if I don't change it, it may not be an issue now, but it could hurt me later on in terms of providing value to you. I am going to stop chasing those A-lister podcast guests. You know, they can bring a lot of downloads, But at the end of the day, while I respect their work and I so appreciate their following, they may not be the right people to serve you, as well as they may not necessarily have the time to continue a relationship. So I'm not going to be chasing those people. But the people that do come into my network, authors, speakers, people who've done amazing things in industry or just have an amazing story. You are worthy of being on the show. I want to meet you and bring your story forward. And so I am celebrating all of that that we have done so far, including the production team. Shout out to Mia, Amanda, Chris, Mario, and all the other people I don't know. They are the brawn behind the production of the Drop-In CEO podcast. I just get to show up and interview these people, but the show wouldn't be possible without these amazing people that have my back and help me improve this format for you. But for now, I am done celebrating and I turn to you. I always have a call to action for you. I want you to think about what can you celebrate? What did you just do? Amazing, knock out of the park, even work a little less and gain back some time with your family or your community or friends. You should celebrate that. And by the way, to make it real, you could celebrate alone and recognize what you did, but tell somebody. Just tell one person that something that you're proud of, that you can celebrate, don't do it alone. It can be more fun when you celebrate with somebody else. So think about it. What can you celebrate and who can you celebrate with? So that's my message here, but I always have a bit of a story for you. So this week's topic is around building trust with your boss. And I know that this is a challenge. I've heard several people that I've coached say that, you know, they're excited about new roles that they go into, or maybe they have a new job, new boss, new environment, new company. And they go through a phase of like, they're excited, they're learning, they're being guided by their leader. And then they're ready to spread their wings and do it on their own, try new things. And then all of a sudden, that leader, her boss may continue to want to guide you. They may continue to want to check your work. And 
you start believing that maybe they don't trust you. And that ultimately can impact your confidence and start having the perception of, they don't trust me. Why are they still involved in the work that they brought me on to do? And I would challenge you to maybe change your mindset a little bit. It may come across to you as they may not trust your work, but think about it from their position. Maybe this is the only way they know how to operate and feel value. Maybe this is where teaching and training and thinking that they're contributing is what makes them whole as a person. So before seeking judgment, I would ask you first, if you're in this situation and you think they don't trust you, put yourself in their shoes. Seek to understand why they may be this way and try to understand. But my job here is to give you a framework to discover why There may be a gap between you believing you can do the work and a boss trusting you or allowing you to spread your wings and do what's needed. And it's sometimes giving you a framework or a conversation map to be able to guide the conversation and find what is the gap in both of your understanding and be able to close that gap. And I think this will really help you because sometimes we are afraid of what we believe is confrontation. And really often, I would say 80% of the time, People avoid confrontation. They avoid these conversations that you should be having with the important people in your organization or the people that lead you. And most of the time, after you have that conversation, you will find there is a gap or a misunderstanding and you come to a new level of agreement. So get a piece of paper and a pen and I'm going to share with you some suggestions on how to frame a conversation. When you do have this conversation, whether it's part of a routine one-on-one that you should be having with your leader on a weekly or monthly basis, but if not, still say, I would love to meet with you and talk to you about something of importance to you. And here's the framework. Number one, always start with gratitude. It's always a good place to start. Thank them for in some kind of fashion for the opportunity that they've afforded you, the time they've given you to work with you, or even helping you to evolve in the role that you are in. Next, be clear. Two, identify the outcome of the conversation. That sets the expectations from the start. There's no more question. There's no fear. There's no ambiguity. Learn how to be direct. And then it's clear what you're hoping to achieve during the conversation. It takes any stress or ambiguity down a notch so you can have a conversation. And by the way, you are exercising leadership skills in the process. Number three, discuss the process in question and discuss the strength of it. That, again, sets a positive tone. You can see I am an optimist. And then number four, discuss the process again and the gap that may detract from the strength of the process. And I will be giving you some examples of how this can work. You might then, after you gain an understanding, propose a solution to close the gap. Again, be a leader. They want you to have solutions and give them something to maybe respond to. And then finally, seek feedback on what would close the gap. Again, you may make a proposal, but have them part of the conversation, have them evolve it, and then you come to a mutual agreement. You have moved the conversation forward, and you have learned a new skill in setting up a meeting, having a conversation with an intended outcome based on a gap, not distrust, 
Not that they are micromanaging you, but simply a gap maybe in performance or what you believe the current state should be. So I know that's a lot. Gratitude. What do you expect to achieve? Discuss the process in question and what is working and what is the gap. Go first by proposing a solution and also then seek their input or feedback as well. And voila, you have fully controlled the conversation. Now, I know I made that sound easy. (laughs) It can be, but by the way, if they still use three by five index cards or gosh darn it, a pen, write some notes on your hand, you can still have a crutch and use it to guide the conversation. So let's just give you somewhat of a practical example. You may be new in a sales position of servicing people on the inside. Actually, let's just go with customer service. You service customers and you notice that you've had all the right training. You are on your own doing the work, but maybe your boss will look at a report, look at a particular account of yours and start asking questions about it and you having to respond and explain what you did. And then maybe they start saying, well, I would have done it this way. Or did you think about doing that? And you start getting a little bit upset about them poking around. Think about it, however, you could guide the conversation and say, you know, I am really grateful for all the training that I have received in setting me up to do customer service. And You know, it is a great system and I do appreciate you checking on me, making sure I'm doing the right work. But I am curious that I believe now I am successful in doing the work that I do and I want to understand what success looks like, whereby you don't need to look at my work and know that it's getting done and gives you the opportunity to do the work that you need to do. And, you know, I propose if we want to, we can each week talk about the various accounts, the customers, and what I'm doing and confirm validation I am approaching it in the right way. And then we can have a conversation if you think of ways to enhance my approach. Might that be a better solution? And then ask for feedback. Again, I know I made it sound easy, but you know what? You can control the conversation and be the leader and understand the gap because I will tell you, Your bosses are not superheroes. They may not know how to have a constructive conversation or share with you exactly why are they checking your work. It may not be a matter of trust. It may be that they know no other way of operating. And with that, I want you to think about that. And if you do happen to have that problem or situation, think about it as an opportunity to try a new skill to bridge that gap, come to a conclusion with your boss so that you no longer have the perception that they, whether they trust you or not. I can promise you, even if the conversation doesn't go the way you want and that leader continues to check over your work and it's impacting you in some way, please know you have developed a new skill. And for that, you have grown and you will be able to apply it in other situations. So that is my gift for you. And I hope it was helpful. And if this is easy for you and you try this and you say, Deb, this is really successful and really helped me out first, I'd love to know. So please drop me a line. Let me know how these suggestions help you. But here's the greater legacy that you can leave if you're listening to this and you've already mastered this skill. Do you see somebody? else in the organization struggling to be able to regain their confidence because they perceive they're not valued or they perceive that they're performing less than standard. 
Talk to them about how to have these conversations. They may not know and they will welcome your input because you never know. You may be helping the next aspiring C-suite leader. And that's how we pay it forward. So I poured my passion into this one because I sincerely care about all those people out there that potentially struggle with having a trusting relationship with their boss. And please know, if you have any other topics or questions, because I got a bunch of them, I got about 50 episodes worth. If something is troubling you and you don't know how to handle a situation in the workplace or an interaction with people that are important in your stakeholder circle, just message me. I would love to bring that topic forward and provide some insight or maybe even raise it to a guest on the Drop-In CEO podcast and get their input as well. Because I certainly don't know all the answers. I share the best of what I have, but by bringing others on, we hope to elevate you as well. So with that, thank you for joining me on another episode. We are over 200 episodes. We are celebrating. We are celebrating together. And if you love this episode, please share, subscribe, rate, review, tell others. And I just want to thank you for being with me and thanking you for continuing to stay on this journey and being part of the Drop-In CEO. I wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.